Welcome to the Roni Recap Podcast, a weekly rundown of the Real Housewives of New York. My name is Christine, and with me today is my lovely co-host and sister, Jennifer. Hello. And we are talking today about Season 11, Episode 1, Divided Day Summer. Um, Jen, I was saying you are my podcast co-host and sister, but you're also newly a mom, That's question right. mark. Congratulations from all of us here at the Roni Recap. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I gave birth to Johan on November 14th. <laughs> Is that what we're going to call him on the podcast, Johan? Yeah. Yeah. His name. Beautiful. <laughs> well... I now have a Many song. blessings to you Thank and your you. husband, Simon. I did it. McCord. <laughs> rah, rah, I did it. I no, expected you Kemp, right? to roll out the red carpet for me. I will send you a casserole. Okay. Um, <laughs> will do. Well, as Andy would say, mazel to you. Yeah. And Andy Cohen became a dad yes, I'm in around good company. the same time. That's right. He's so got little baby Benjamin, I think his name is. You're always going to remember how old your kid is based on how old Andy's kid is. Right. That's I planned it that way. Yeah. Excellent. Um, so we are back. We're back. It's been quite a while. When was the last time we recorded? Last August. Um, wow. Last August. So much has happened um, yeah. in our lives and in the lives of our housewives. Mm-hmm. Um, before we get into the episode today... Um, People who do follow us on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook, which if you don't, you should, (laughs) may have seen that... Oh my God. (laughs) Were you playing an old clip of our podcast? Well, what I was trying to do was I was so... I was so um, curious. You know, we've been doing this podcast since 2015 can you believe that i mean i still feel like that's last year season seven but that was four years ago so seven eight nine ten eleven this is our fifth season of podcasting and we have such a wonderful track record of consistency Um, so you were saying about our whereabouts last night. Yes. So, uh, this probably won't be published for a couple of days, I'm guessing, but, um, last night, March 9th, we went to go see the hashtag Countess and Friends cabaret show, uh, in, in Connecticut, in Ridgefield, Connecticut. It was her Connecticut debut. It was. And she kept talking. Going back to her roots. She is from Berlin, Connecticut. And she kept. Not near here. Not, not near, uh, (laughs) Ridgefield, but she kept, I mean, Connecticut's a pretty small state. Mm. Um, but she kept talking about how it was her Connecticut debut and she loves her homies and her peeps. Um, it was a pretty entertaining evening i would say all around would you agree i would agree what was your um what was your favorite part of the show hands down luann playing the bongos <laughs> yeah so um i know that she has been going all over the place with this tour and many diehards have gotten to see her if you haven't gotten a chance to see her um and you don't really remember uh the season finale from last year where she debuted her cabaret um luann is going around the country with a five piece band including her Pianist Billy Stritch, I believe is his name. Right. And her show director, uh, Rimmelauer, Ben Rimmelauer, right? Yeah. We got to see him up close in person. Yeah. He handled so, the Q&A aspect of the show. So there was definitely this like variety hour feeling of there was comedy, there were special guests, there was a Q&A portion. Well, um, she had mentioned that she's a big fan of Carol Burnett, so mm-hmm. she was trying to take a page from her book. Yeah. And, and honestly, you know, it wasn't a particularly long show. 
Um, and there were definitely portions where she disappeared to do a costume change and somebody else was on stage. But um, overall, I mean, I felt like it was definitely entertaining and I was tickled to see her up close. The show ran for about an hour and 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. She definitely was gone about 20% of the time. Yeah. Um, but she did a great job entertaining. She looked healthy. She looked, um, had a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. She was very, um, we, we were fortunate enough to attend the meet and greet after the show. So we got to, um, put our See paws all over her. Yes. yes. And she seemed great. She was very friendly and personable. The Giovanni gowns were beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, talent wise from Lou, uh, it felt a little bit like we were watching somebody doing karaoke who maybe wasn't that talented. There was an odd moment in the very beginning of the show, which I thought was a joke, but uh-huh. then I think it was actually a, a screw-up on the soundboard. Yeah, the second line of the first song that she sang suddenly took on, like, an auto tune um, like, robot voice. Right, like something out of, like, an SNL uh, mishap <laughs> where they're playing a recording. It was complete. There were lots of jokes throughout, but that wasn't acknowledged. No, so they I just kind restarted the track. <laughs> that maybe there was a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do believe that she was really singing because a couple other times she like screwed up a little bit yes. and it was obvious that it was a hot mic, mm-hmm. but it, they must have some sort of auto tuning or something going on. Just into in case of emergency. I guess so. Um, I mean, it, it was definitely the applause and the screaming and everybody being excited was because it's her, not because she was doing anything that was groundbreaking from a musical standpoint. I would imagine she's being well-received by these venues because she did mention to us as we were leaving that she's going to be coming back to the same venue in December. And yes. that's quite a few months out. So for them to already be booking yeah, I the mean, end of 2019, she must be doing doing well. It was a full house. I mean, and people were very excited. Um, I will say there was a portion where they played uh, like a package of clips. Mm-hmm. Um so they were. It was just like a, a super cut of all of like Luann's. It was like media. her reel. Yeah, <laughs> for her auditions. There was like bits of her acting in there. There was bits of her appearances on talk shows, and then there was stuff from the Housewives and her before the Housewives special um, that did not seem very professionally cut together. Right. I it felt it like something better. that like they found on YouTube. And they However, were like, this take will a, work. take a couple of glasses of wine, and I mean, we were all having a blast. Yeah, I had a great time. It was great being surrounded by fans. Um, she played all three of her uh, club dance hits, mm-hmm. and um, she also had two very talented singers that came out that were, like, Broadway level. So that, I mean, worth the price of admission alone to see such talented musicians and uh, performers. But it was a good time, and we got up close and personal with... So surreal. Meeting ups. Yeah. Well, I just want to mention one other Roni experience we had in the off-season. We went to the Tribeca TV Festival, Mm -hmm. and they had, uh, celebrating 10 years of Roni, they had a panel with Andy, one of the, I guess, producers, I don't remember her name because she's behind the camera, but one of the main creators, and then um, Tinsley was there, and Sonia, and Dorinda, am Mm -hmm. I forgetting anyone? No, yeah, it was, it was. I think the producer's name was Lisa, if I remember correctly. She was, was very beautiful. She it was could a have lot of fun. I realized um, after last night that, with the exception of, with the exception of Ramona, we have seen all of the housewives in person at some point. Isn't that wild? I'm going to start stalking Ramona. I think. Perfect. All right, and I don't know if she's a housewife because it was not made clear on the new episode. 
But we also haven't seen Miss Barbara, Barbara, Barbara in person. So I guess I think she's two. a friend of, but you never know. Maybe they changed it. Uh, Christine, you pointed out to me, I watched the episode a few times trying to get back into the uh, swing of things for recording this podcast. Mm-hmm. And it didn't even occur to me that it was a cold open. They didn't have the taglines? Yeah, said? no taglines on this first episode. But I did see them online, so I felt like I had seen them before. Hmm. And then I was wondering if, you know, Barbara would be a housewife or if Jill would be a housewife or if there was a reason why they didn't show, if they were, like, re-editing it or... I, I don't, don't know. know. Interesting. I wonder if in previous seasons they haven't had them. And actually, so this episode started with... um. Like a, a flashback, a six months ago, and then now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know the new season of Beverly Hills, which just started, started with a flash forward. Oh, right. And I, I'm curious. I'd have to rewatch, but to see if they also had a cold open without the taglines. I'm wondering if that's some sort of editing choice that they're making. I made. Um, I had reviewed the week the wiki page uh, just to see when they usually come back, and mm-hmm. it's usually the first week of April. So it's been a while since they started in March. So it was nice for us to not have to wait as long. That's true. And we're seeing them filming in um, end of summer instead of like late fall, which is... Right. I remember... So, unfortunately, Dennis passed away on August 10th, I believe. And then in the first episode, Bethany says it's only been three weeks. Wow. So roughly Labor Day weekend is where mm-hmm. we are, which... I mean, that's usually that's usually where they pick up, right? End of summer. I just don't think there was much turnaround time between the reunion and... Mm-hmm. filming again well they used to so i remember a couple of seasons where the first couple of episodes would be at the like in the hamptons i remember for some reason that episode where ramona like gets a new haircut and she's like i'm 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 redoing my whole life um wait isn't that every episode yeah every, sorry every that season? doesn't really distinguish it i just remember her sitting on a boat i think with jill zarin and she has just gotten a haircut and she's like i'm restarting my life mm-hmm. old grudges are going out the window um but then the last i want to say like three or four seasons We've started with, like, post-summer. There was one season where it was Bethany's birthday, which I think is in October. There was one season where, like, the first episode, Carol's talking about how she did drugs at a Halloween party. Right. So I think the last couple of seasons, it's been, the first episode is not late summer, it's, like, early fall. Okay. So now we're going to get to see more of Fall in New York. Yes. Which, actually, Dorinda was mentioning that when she was on Watch What Happens Live after the first episode. Luann, if you remember, did not attend the reunion because she had to go back into rehab. Yes. She also had the lawsuit which was settled. Um, Her children decided to sue her because she had not um, followed through with something relating to their inheritance. Yeah, there was was like another traumatic thing that happened to her. Yeah, and she she goes into that a little bit with our new maybe cast member, uh, Barbara. Um. But apparently, in a nutshell, she wanted to buy a place upstate and sell her Hampton house. And I guess when she sold her Hampton house, it was supposed to be, the money was supposed to be put into a trust, and she didn't do that. Are you talking about her place in Sag Harbor? Because that's not exactly the Hamptons. Remember, Ramona always likes to point that out. <laughs> I don't know if she meant, um, she said something about how she couldn't get a bank loan for the full, full amount of the house. So she was uh, 
like selling her, I guess the Sag Harbor house. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure, but it seems like everything is fine because she's talking to Victoria in this episode. These ladies sure do a lot of jumping around. I mm-hmm. feel like every season Bethany is moving. Luann went through that whole thing where she sold the place she had with the Jacques. Remember mm-hmm. they lived in that place yes. and then she was living with Sonia and then she got the the apartment that she got right before she got arrested. It's mm-hmm. like they're always moving around. I wonder why she has, I mean, assuming that she has money, because these women are supposed to have money. I mean, don't don't quote me on that since Sonia's kind well, of Well, I went there. on a deep dive trying to learn about Barbara, and one of the things that came up was in, I believe it was 2015, she had had some sort of legal troubles, and one of the things that stood out was that she owed over a million dollars to creditors. And I'm going, if you have a million dollars in debt, how does one get in that situation? So. I don't know. But she's um, got this whole woman's construction business. Oh. That's why she, when she was, uh, that that accident of her forgetting to bring Bethany something and then just so happening to have some of her product placement mm-hmm. in the car, That that's one of her lines of lady tools, I guess. Well, that's a classic Bethany move to bring your brand to. Yeah, she's really, <laughs> um, she's really yeah, she's really um, following well, let's dive into steps. some of these scenes, because I think we're covering a lot of what's in here. Okay. So we open up with um, our flashback to six months ago, Lou going into rehab the second time and missing the reunion, um, Dennis uh, being mentioned as part of kind of Bethany's relationship uh, status, and then we kind of flash forward to Dennis passed away, Lou is out of rehab, um, and obviously Bethany is is grieving. Um I don't think we've ever seen Bethany in this level of grief. We saw her dad die uh, when we she was filming when her dad passed away. Not mm-hmm. not, and they were estranged, right? Um, which I mean, regardless, would be I guess you know a very emotional moment. We saw that when Cookie died. Um, not that that's obviously the same thing, but this is really Bethany in another level of grief. Um, I can't even believe she's still filming. I yeah. mean, I'm really, I I really was worried that she wouldn't come back. Yeah. Just because of the timing and everything. I mean, it's it's horrible. Yeah. Um, and it's really clear that she's hurting in the scenes that they, they show her. Um, and then but, at one point, Jason's lawyers, was they were trying to go after and tie this to the Bryn custody battle, which is still uh, being hashed out in court, where, um, you know, saying that this paints her character in a poor light that she hangs out with drug addicts. So after we see the the flashback, we kind of get a little check-in with each of the ladies. Um, Tinsley is getting a car delivered. It's Scott's car. It's, a it's very not just nice any one. car. It's a Bentley. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> um, Sonia is walking one of her dogs. She's in her new neighborhood. And yeah, Columbus dog... Circle. You know that neighborhood. Yeah, now, I do. You? I do. I used to work at the, this will show off my age, um, there used to be a bookstore called Borders. <laughs> And I worked, uh, during college, I worked at the Borders at Columbus Circle. Um, Lou is in the Hamptons talking to Victoria on the phone, asking her to be part of the, um, Girl Code performance on stage at her next cabaret show. Um, Bethany is at a photo shoot. I didn't... For her skinny girl jeans. Okay, for skinny girl jeans. Mm-hmm. I didn't catch it, what the it product was. And it was being filmed by the pool in her Hamptons house. And they are having the photo shoot, and then... She steps uh, a away bit for a invasive, minute. I felt. Uh, yeah. They've they, done that to her before, though, when know. she's mic'd and she's upset and she's in the bathroom and they just play, like, what she's doing. Yeah. they. She went into the bathroom and was talking, I presumably to herself. I don't know if there was anybody else there, but she was just saying, like, it's not about him, it's not about him. But obviously she was crying um, because Dennis has passed away 
just three weeks ago at this point. Um, Ramona is in her apartment. Can we talk about Ramona the sexual predator? Okay. Because she has these two men who just at first look are well-dressed enough that you might assume, oh, those men are gay. Mm-hmm. Turns out they are two gay men who are married to each other. And okay, yet she is couple. still hitting on them. Like, these men are in a committed Sonya did that homosexual last, relationship. Last They're not season. interested in Didn't you. Sonya do that last season where that man came yes. in to help? He was a photographer or something. And he's like, I don't sorry, know I'm women... not straight. Sorry, I'm married. And she kept, like, pushing, <laughs> yeah. harassing them. I don't know if these women think it's cute. Cute. But, like. They think it's cute because they're senior citizens. I guess. I don't know. But, like. Have some dignity. <laughs> What's Dorinda um, doing? Oh, she's with. So they said it was her friend. Mm-hmm. Remember, it's um, Caroline from Ladies of London's old makeup guy. That oh, she that now is that employs. is a deep cut. I do not. I'm not familiar yes. with that. She's still Caroline's makeup man. But but Dorinda and Caroline have a weird They're like friends. Instagram friendship, yes. right? Yes. So that was her employee. And now it's I, I presume it, Dorinda now pays him to do her hair and makeup. Um. So Dorinda has been uh, making. If you follow her on Instagram, you already know this, but she's been making a conscientious choice to be more healthy and exercise. Um, she is apparently not drinking, and they did a little flashback to some of Dorinda's greatest hits. Oh, um, yeah, that was pretty You know, the clip, clip. Right, right. Because he was like, well, don't you, have you ever heard this before? <laughs> People say you have a issue with drinking. But, you know, I was thinking about um, our past seasons and things that we've talked about. And this, mm-hmm. we've seen this all before where people will say, oh, I'm not drinking this summer. Of course. I mean. I think Dorinda said healthy. that before. It's healthy. Take a break. But we wouldn't want to dwell too much on her past foibles because she decides at that moment to go over all of Luann's erratic decisions that have gone over the last year. And this is all because John wasn't invited to the cabaret, so there's bad blood? I, I guess so. Um, and this kind of has, this sets the, the tone for the rest of the episode and I think a lot of the next season, which is that Dorinda and Luann are not getting along. They're feuding before the snub at the cabaret, which sources said that that cabaret show where Roni was filming the finale mm-hmm. was packed. Mm-hmm. Like they had the Roni ladies sitting singles and it wouldn't have been enough room to have all of them bring a guest. Yeah. Maybe John could have been like in standing room only in the back, but it was a very intimate performance. Mm-hmm. Um, regardless, he was not invited, so Dorinda was upset. And she took that as an insult carrying over from when they were in Columbia. Mm-hmm. And Luann had the gall to say, Dorin, you're turning. Right. Which led to, well, at least I don't have a mug shot and breaking mm-hmm. her glass. So and they, they have made up a couple a of times over that, though. They've made up a few times. These ladies like to make up and then to go back to their old of course. grudges. I mean, it's like a it's like a vicious cycle. Like it's like a groundhog day. You've situation. never texted me. You haven't reached out to me. I haven't seen you all summer. Like it's like a on. A I mean, repeat, I guess it loop, must. It an must, infinite loop. <laughs> it must create a um, a very odd dynamic when you're being paid to appear that you guys are all friends, or paid to appear that you have some sort of relationship. And there must be people in the group that like. You just don't want to be friends with anymore. Right. You know what I mean? Like, even if you are really good friends. But, like, there's sometimes well, who a relationship. Well, want to be friends with Ramona? I don't know. <laughs> but sometimes you have, like, I think there are some housewives that come in um, and nobody, or some people don't really know them, so they're more like a coworker and they develop into a friend. If you are initially friends, but then 
you have grown tired of each other. And normally it would be like a friendship that drifts away. And then you're forced to hang out like four months of the year. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like that must be another level of stressful or like this person's grating on my nerves. We have so much history. I wish that we just didn't have to hang out anymore. But then you also have these other fascinating people like Dorinda and Barbara who have been around the whole time. They just weren't on camera. Yeah. Like when you go back to the early editions of Real Housewives and you see Dorinda at one of uh, Jill's events. Right. Because she's one of the people that hangs around this group of ladies, but she wasn't a cast member. Or Barbara, I was looking, you know, they were saying how, uh, Luann was saying that she's known her for 15 years. And uh, they cut back to that famous uh, episode of a few seasons ago. When um, she was engagement party, she tried. Yeah, I was so happy. They, I wasn't sure if fans would remember that. They cut back. She had tried to get some sort of injunction, like to sue them to not air it, but it failed, and it was really juicy because she was admitting that, you know, Luann knows that she'd rather get divorced, in other words, than have to call off the wedding, even though mm-hmm. things were really bad with Tom. Right. Um, so anyway, my point being that this woman has been her friend for a very long time, and I went, I was trolling her Instagram posts from like as far back as they would go, and I saw she had posted a picture of her and Luann in like 2016. So mm. it's not like she came out of nowhere and got cast. She's been there. It's just right. she hasn't been on camera. Um, yeah, and she is an interesting character. Um, and they show, you're right, they showed that clip, but we'll we'll get into. Uh, where she factors in also with Lou's intervention. She's yes, a, she's she a was friend. one of those people. Yes. Um, but first we have, so after we kind of check in with each of the ladies, um, we have a scene with Bethany with, uh, among others, Jimmy and Gina, who are apparently Bethany's friends. Mm-hmm. Did not think Bethany had any friends, to be honest. She has friends from before she made it. Like, mm-hmm. there's that girl that was her maid of honor. Um, I can't. I can't think of her name, but she's been on the show many times, or at least on the Bethany spinoffs, yeah. who was her boarding school friend from, like, high school. I so she's got like... some old school people that have been with her, like, when she was nobody. Yeah. That she, you know, those people, I would imagine, if you ever became big, made it big, you know, became a multimillionaire or, ma- or became famous, mm. those people that knew you when you were nobody would be the people that you really would trust. Because, right. you know, they're not just trying to get... You know, I just feel like there's so many scenes with Bethany and like her driver or her assistants mm-hmm. that it makes it look like she has no friends. Mm-hmm. Well, and they always fall back on like she struggles with relationships. That's like part of her right story. Um, I mean, I was just glad to see people besides her employees gathering around her and supporting her in her yeah. time of grief. It would have been pretty sad if it was like Bethany and her driver talk about Bethany losing and Dennis. her assistants. Yeah, um, I was glad that her friends were there for her. Um, it was obviously, it's, it's really just rough to see somebody going through that. It, it's, uh, you know, it's emotional. There's no fun way to spin it in a housewife's way. It's like, Mm -hmm. it it sucks really to lose somebody like that. And it's interesting how people are so different the way that they grieve, but I do think it's helpful to think about the way that, you know, he would want her to live her life. He doesn't want her to spend the rest of her life in agony. So it's like, okay to... Mm-hmm. enjoy every moment of your, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. to live. It'll be interesting to see from Bethany what, you know, when they're in situations where they're flirting with guys or going out and having fun or doing, you know, how she'll be um, in this post-Dennis world. In the present, she is dating again. So that was oh, nice to see to that she is moving on. Um, So Sonia is in a new apartment. Mm-hmm. 
Um, she feels lighter, happier, freer. She fixed her townhouse. <laughs> she fixed her townhouse and she's renting it out. I will have to say she moved into this beautiful new apartment and already the Sonia-isms are like, like, she's already hanging towels from... Is it though from... beautiful? She's hanging towels with tape from the window. Well, that's what I'm saying. That like, she could move into an apartment where they already have blinds installed, but for some reason, in Sonia's world, she's got to tape towels <laughs> to the wall. She's just a woman, she said. She's just being a woman. I don't know what that means. <laughs> well, uh, Ramona comes over to see the new apartment. Uh, Sonia reveals that she wants to, um, her daughter wants it painted, or the kid, as she refers the to kid. her daughter, mm-hmm. wants to paint it pink with black lacquered doors. Does Maybe that... that was uh, something to keep Ramona from visiting again, because Ramona <laughs> said, if you do that, I'm never coming back. Yeah, that's a good idea. It was posted on her Instagram or something that she did it. Yeah, she followed through with it. Um, uh, it looks mixed reviews. It looks like um, '80s Barbie dream house to me. Yeah, it's not great. Uh, so they are. They do mention um, Dennis's passing, and Ramona feels like she takes a second to throw a dig in there with um, being like, "Well, it really hurt Bethany because she doesn't have many close friends." To no, lose she's Dennis. Mention that. And it's like, come on, can you just offer condolences? Well, she and doesn't move on? support women, so right. Ramona's got to stay firm on being upset with her. <laughs> what was with the shoe rack in Sonia's bedroom? Was that because she doesn't have closet space, or were those her shoe line, or both? I think that was her shoe line. I think those okay. are her slippers. When can we buy her shoes? I think they may be available. Oh, okay. Uh, they're like stupid that. expensive. Um. So. Then we go from the city to the Hamptons, or Sag Harbor, I should say. Oh, did we see uh, Tinsley and Sonia driving? That's a little bit later. Mm-hmm. Um, but we did see that. And it, was, it... it was reminding me of our live. When, remember that time when I flew you out to Los Angeles How could to I forget? drive me and my car back home to the East Coast? Mm-hmm. And it didn't occur to me when I... Did that that you hadn't driven in, like, five years? Yes. That is true. <laughs> Just like Tins. I think, I want to say a little that I think I was a little I guess... bit better at driving than Tinsley is. Um, but I did want to ask you, if you had to take a road trip, or if you had to trust your life with any of the housewives driving you, mm. which one would you want to have drive you around? Good question. Which one do you trust? Okay, so my choices are... Tinsley, Sonia. Well, clearly Sonia only says go when it's really you're allowed to go. Right. And Luann will say go even when you're going to get killed. So <laughs> it's not going to be Luann. Yes. Um, I would say Bethany, but actually she always has a driver, so I don't know if she can actually drive. That's true. I feel like Dorinda can drive. want crazy eyes. Yeah, I think maybe Dorinda, but as, like long as, as long as she's sober. As long as she's sober. There's no, there's no winner here. No, I think I'll have Kevin. Is Kevin Bethany's driver? Sure. Okay. Yes. Um, so we've got, so who would you have drive you if you had to jump on the back of a moped? How about that? Oh, on the back of a Vespa. Yes. <laughs> would it be Luann? Because we got to see her on a Vespa. That was cool. I know. I wish I had the kind of charmed life where I could just ride around in a Vespa all day. I fantasized about that when I was living in L.A. because I thought, well, the weather is usually pretty nice Mm -hmm. and the traffic is notoriously horrible. And if I had a little Vespa, I could just weave in and out of traffic. Yeah, sure. Um, So our darling girl, Lou, is at this point 53 days sober. Mm -hmm. Congrats to you, Lou. Um, And we meet her friend, Barbara, who is, um, it's not clear at this point. Whether or not that she is a friend of or she is a full-blown housewife. Mm-hmm. 
Um, it hasn't been confirmed on the internet. I feel like that's something that would be out there. I saw Ramona on the internet throwing shade about about her not being a housewife. I'm going to Google it. Why don't you talk okay. about a little bit about, um, well, we mentioned uh, Lou's legal issues with the kids, but Barbara had an important part in... Um, so right before the reunion, right, and right after the bomb was dropped on Luann that her kids were suing her, I guess she had a breakdown, and they had a little intervention, and Bethany was there, and Barbara was there, and they sort of were key in convincing her that she had to go back in. Um, I, just for S's and G's, I googled, uh, did directions from the Regency <clears throat> to Sag Harbor uh-huh. to see, you know, I thought it was about three hours. It's, it's about that. It's about mm-hmm. two hours and 45 minutes. And, um, Tinsley said something about the Triborough Bridge. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think he would take the Triborough Bridge. I think he'd probably take the Queensboro, but. I mean, I wouldn't really, I don't, I'm not surprised. Do you know. No. That the Triborough Bridge has been renamed. And the RFK Bridge? Yeah. Yes. Do you yes. know which boroughs of New York it connects? Yes. Queens, Brooklyn, and Manhattan. Very good. You're welcome. Oh, wait. Not Brooklyn. I think oh, the Bronx. Oh, Bronx? Yeah. <laughs> I've Just driven kidding. on it many times. Okay? Um, so I, I Googled it while we were just talking, and... Uh, this Put article from... Seat. Put you in the hot seat. I feel seat. like the mic can hear me breathing a lot, so apologies, listeners, Breath. if you feel like I'm... I feel like we're a little bit lukewarm getting back into the swing of things. I'm starting to loosen up now, 20 minutes in. Yeah, maybe we should have taken some shots <sighs> or something. <laughs> well, we did have a boozy lunch. We did have a boozy lunch, a little bit. Um, I'm I also a new mom. Scratching. I'm sorry. I'm a new mom, okay? <laughs> I'm a new mom, and I was up half the night. Oh, my goodness. Sorry, listeners. This podcast is really getting shitty in season five. <laughs> um, <laughs> so People Magazine says that construction CEO Barbara Kovavit, is that how you say it? Kovavit? It's me. Kovavit. Kovavit. Uh, is Bravo's newest Real Housewives of New York City star. <laughs> Why did they have that clip of Eva <laughs> throwing her leg? This has nothing to do with Barbara. I don't know. Um, but it says she's joined the cast... And that she's a Bronx-born businesswoman and a mother to a college-aged son. Yes, I think his name is Zachary. Zachary Kovavit. Um, so. Should we talk about how it's only taken Ramona 61 years to learn how to think swim? that the life skill of swimming might be important if you're going to be yachting around on the high seas without but... a life jacket? <laughs> 61 years to learn how to swim, but she's been flirting inappropriately for at least 30. This noodle is not a flotation device. <laughs> Boris. How much do you think Boris charges for swimming lessons? Oh, I don't know. That was always a fantasy of mine as a teacher mm-hmm. um, and as someone who you know, wanted to have some sort of summer job where I could get as tan as possible to give private swimming lessons. Because mm-hmm. you can make a pretty penny with a certain set of people that, you know, hire I mean, lifeguards for their pool parties. Type you're of responsible deal. then for somebody's life, but yeah. whatever. <laughs> What's next? Well, so Ramon, let's just talk a little bit more about Boris. So Ramona has decided she needs to learn how to swim. She invites this Russian, I'm assuming, Russian guy. His name is Boris. His name is Boris. Um, over, who I think is getting like. 70% of Ramona's double entendres and jokes. Right. I don't think he's really fully understanding. He's very professional. And that is a blessing because in this 
Ramona is acting like a sexual predator. She's so horny. She's really horny, and she's, like, putting herself out there. But in one of the Facebook groups that I'm part of, somebody said, if this was an older man that had a woman over for a lesson and was making that many sex jokes, Hashtag we would be too. grossed out. Well, we are grossed out anyway. I mean, like, grossed out in a, like, this person shouldn't be on TV anymore. At least she looks good. Fair, but like that doesn't excuse this bizarre, no, it's not okay, sexual pageantry slash bullying. It's it's, it's really not weird. a good look. No, it's really not. And if and I feel like a lot of it is done for the cameras. Like this is my character, quote unquote. But like, if you really wanted to get with him, that's not the way to do it. Like he's not. <laughs> Ramona likes know. to flirt. It was weird. It but was if weird. It's not when I didn't like it. How long do you go on with the innuendo? I don't know. The guy did not seem like he was into it. Maybe he's married. Maybe. Maybe he's in a committed. Re- Maybe he is a gay man married to another man. That doesn't stop Ramona. <laughs> uh, so I was deeply uncomfortable with that, and I wish that she would stop, but she never will, and that's what makes her great. Well, um, maybe she should just turn on some reggae music and serve him some guacamole. Gu- guacamole. Yeah, that was upsetting. That in this episode, I Ramona, loved it. Ramona does not know how to pronounce guacamole. It's got to be in our Real Housewives drinking game someday. Like every time Ramona <laughs> mispronounces a word, you take a shot. Yeah. Well, you would die of alcohol poisoning. <laughs> what a fun game. Uh, Tinsley and Sonia driving. We we touched on that, but they did uh, drive out to the Hamptons, and this is where we get the episode title from because Tinsley. Dorinda, Sonia, and Ramona are having a brunch, and then Barbara, Lou, and Bethany are having a separate brunch. I kind of assumed they were all coming together, and it turns out that there are two brunches. Yes, double brunches. That's happened before on Tony as well. Who has two brunches? I Um, guess they just don't have dining rooms big enough to. to They are going to come supposedly together next week. Next time on Roni, we're going to have a clam bake, and that's when the shit is going to hit the fan. Oh, thank God. Um, but this is really where we get more of that temperature check into Dorinda and Lou. They still have some beef to work out. Mm-hmm. Um, and apparently Ramona's been making stories up about Lou. There was this whole story about uh, that Ramona recounted in the Yes, that um, she was thrown reunion. out of a party. Yeah, that Luann was thrown out of some party. And Barbara corroborated Lou's story, which, A, Lou is not at the reunion to defend herself. Mm-hmm. And... Um, Barbara corroborated Lou's story, which is that Luann was uncomfortable with everybody drinking and left. Not that she was asked to leave. So who knows who the who the, who's telling the truth there? What's Ramona's motivation? I guess to make it look like Lou's out of control. She needs who to go back to Ramona rehab. Who is Ramona really allies with, except maybe Sonia? I mean, and even she and Sonia were fighting last year, so who mm-hmm. knows? Um, but we didn't get a chance to see all of the ladies together yet, but that will be coming... Jen, you want to say your tagline? Next time on Rooney. Um, we're also next time getting a scene with, uh, I can't remember if this was for the rest of the season. It is for the rest of the season. Oh, we don't know the... what's coming next week versus the rest of the season. Yes. But we're going to get on. appearances from Mr. Mario Singer, from Ms. Jill Zarin. The ladies are going to Miami. It seems that uh, Bethany is fed up with Lou again, says mm-hmm. something like, life isn't a cabaret. And also gets to reprise her famous go to sleep Go scene, to sleep. But this time with Sonia. <laughs> um, so that's very exciting. We are psyched to be back. I am psyched to be back. I'm really glad that we did this. Um, you know, listeners, I hope you can bear with us our inconsistency. We really do hold this podcast 
near and dear to our hearts. It's really the only thing keeping our relationship together. (laughs) That's right. I only get to see my sister when we record. I refuse to talk to Jennifer outside of this, so any updates about her life, her new child, her well, husband, it, I'm only getting from this It needs to be recorded hour. as evidence, right? Yeah. Any interactions that we have. Exactly. This is for my legal team. So if you are interested <laughs> in hearing more of our banter, um, you might want to listen to past episodes of the Roni Recap podcast. Well, that's it for this week. If you guys want to listen to past episodes of the Roni Recap, you can find them on SoundCloud. You can also find them on Apple Music. Uh, find our podcast and click subscribe. And while you're there, leave us a review or a comment. We love seeing them. You can also find us on social media. Um, you can find us on Facebook by searching Roni Recap or on Instagram and Twitter by looking for at Roni underscore Recap, R-H-O-N-Y. Until next time. <laughs>